Welcome back to a special holiday edition, Christmas, Festivus, for the rest of us, Pardon the Confusion podcast. I'm Paul Arnold. He's Ernest Watts. It's been a while, Ernest. I've had a lot of family stuff going on. You've been busy at work, but we're back to talk about sports. There is so, so much sports to talk about, Ernest. I know we've texted, we've called on this very day. We're doing this podcast on Monday, December 18th. What is the top thing that you are focused on with sports? Wow. That football, college football has kind of gone, you know, to the side till the 30th. So it's, it's kind of a hibernation pros. for a while. It's in hibernation, which I don't understand. And I'm be interested to see how they incorporate this with two extra weeks of playoffs next year. Or I guess they'll wind up playing in the championship in February in that respect. Of course, you know, they're student athletes. No problem keeping them away from <laughs> campus. Speaking of, you know, my big rant, of course, with that was Florida State being left out. Uh, the first time a Big Five school which went undefeated and, and the rationale of the committee was, well, they're down to their second and third string quarterback. So, and I go like, well, what would happen if, God forbid, if, if Alabama's quarterback went down to practice? Would you go ahead and reseed? I mean, it's, they wanted the big numbers, the blowout from TCU, but it's some more of the NCAA's hypocrisy. And of course, what makes it worse is politicians started getting into it just to get our attention. And this just makes a dog and pony show a flea circus, I guess. Yeah, and I doubt Florida State is going to get into the new revised version next year. I mean, without their quarterback, maybe they will. Do you think they'll get in next year? The rumor is that uh, the Oklahoma quarterback's going there, Uh, uh, Gabriel. I thought he's going to Oregon. Oh, yeah, he's going to Oregon. Who is someone? Uh, the Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> it's going, going to Syracuse. Syracuse. There's the, there's a USC backup quarterback. Yeah, but you never know. Uh, who was There was someone. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, Oregon State quarterback. Oh, the former Clemson guy. DJ, DJ Ugali. Uh, yeah, easy yeah, he's to supposed say. To go, yes, yes. Which is, which is. Brings on another rant. I know I wasn't finished with that one yet. But <laughs> okay, we're going to have a little bell like, you know, Dan Patrick. Ding, okay. ding. All right, one rant's done. Go for okay. your number two run. Ding. The, the uselessness of bowls. Now you have guys who are transferring. They're in the transfer poll. You got guys who trying to keep their stock up for the draft, so they're not playing in the bowl games. Carolina's got seven starters not playing in the bowl game, which makes it, I hate to say it, impossible for gamblers because they don't know who's going to be out there playing. I mean, why are we even at these bowls? I mean, do you think Georgia and Florida State are going to put on a good show? It's all an excuse for boosters to travel somewhere and and party. Oh, yeah, and money and advertising, governmental. And to sell T-shirts. A lot of this is paid by taxpayer money for touristy dollars. That's the dirty little secret they don't tell you about. Yes, they get sponsorships by these big companies, but a lot of these areas, Tampa, Orlando, Shreveport. Charlotte. Charlotte has three bowls. I know. Three bowls. 
it's a butter toastery bowl or something today. Yeah, that what was quite good. No, the the famous to- toastery bowl. Oh, sorry, sorry. The famous toastery. That's which even I, better than the I buttery eaten, toastery bowl. I've eaten there. It's very good. Uh, the cure bowl, which I expected Robert Smith to flip the coin. He's the lead singer for the Cure. For oh, those, thank you. Um, I did not know that. I was thinking Robert the, Smith, the former Rummerbeck for Ohio no, State. No, no, no. The singer, the English group, which is very depressing music. I mean, it's, it's, there's a pop tart bowl in which the winning coach will eat the pop tart. That's I'm, better I'm than making, the, mano, uh, the mayonnaise bowl where you get uh, dumped the, with mayonnaise over mayonnaise top of you. And everything. It's, 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 ESPN owns all of them. And it gives them programming, and they're going to continue. But it's it's pretty much like spring practice because it's a, coaches like it because it gives them two weeks of extra practice for next year's team. But it's it's a waste. I mean, I'll probably watch three or four of them. What's brutal is to show the same credit card commercials over and yes, over and yes, over yes. and over. I mean, I'm even starting to dislike Jennifer Garner, who I like, but boy, how many times can I see her in one night? Ooh, that's a bad straight line. Let's move on this, to something. This is why Ben Affleck's gone back to smoking. I've <laughs> uh, seen that commercial so many times. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to ask you something. What, what's, what's your temperature right now with Michigan? 32 I mean, degrees. I mean, no, no, I don't mean in the state. I mean with your team. Oh. You are a booster? And they are the favorites. Well, I think a booster has to actually give money to the program, okay. which we do not. But we are avid fans. I avid will give fans. you that. But, but they are the overall favorites. Uh, really? Do you, do you believe it? that? I can't. Yeah. Even yeah, Michigan, we're glad we're there. But everybody's picking Bama to win it all. Uh, Bama, who's only in there because the Auburn defensive coach is so stupid <laughs> on a fourth and 28. He decides to only rush three guys and give Malone time to throw a hail Mary into the end zone. Uh, if that play changes, probably I hate to say this, Ohio state would be your final four. I don't Still know. Would Georgia slip in with a one loss versus a one loss Ohio state, but that's, is, that's already done though. Team that won what twenty seven straight games. So who's going to win it from your point of view? I don't think Michigan's going to win it all. I think they're going to lose to Bama. I, I'm sorry, folks. I know Michigan fans are going. Wow. Why are you doing that? I just time and time again. Curse? Just reverse curse. Is that what it is? Oh, you know you're pretty expert at reverse curse. I have to remember that. You, you're always like, I don't want to get my hopes too high. So when it, it is happens, that, that, is that you? You don't want to get your hopes too high? I, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, I I would love to say that Michigan beats Bama and then they beat um, Washington and then Harbaugh goes to coach the Chargers <laughs> and then we promote our assistant coach. The Bears, the Panthers, or the Chargers. Yes. I don't know. Uh, Chargers owner is pretty cheap. So I'm not... Why else would he keep? Uh, now we're lipsing into NFL, but uh, I, I think Michigan's the favorite. I, I think they'll beat Bama by at least ten points. I think the closer game would be Washington. Uh, I think this is your year. Enjoy. But we lost our best offensive line guy, who won the best over the whole country. Um, our quarterback's got a bad ankle. Um, 
Our defense could carry us. That's about it. Defense is the recovery. That's it. You just got to keep Malone in the pocket. You just can't let him get outside the tackles. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all gravy right now. I know you find it hard to believe that after Ohio State game, we're sort of like in a happy place and whatever happens, happens. But it's the truth. We're just happy three years in a row. And I don't think we've have we done a podcast since uh, that, the no, game. No, because I haven't done my rant about um, Florida State. So, no. Oh, we, that's true. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, so you think if they lose, season's success? No disappointments. You know what? No, not really. Maybe because too many other things are going on in my life. But, no, I mean, we're really happy that to beat Ohio State three years in a row, especially after – Ryan Whining Day was making such a public statement with his uh, gingerbread uh, tablecloth shirt all the time, like he's from Hee Haw or something. He's on, oh, you know, integrity is important. And, you know, we knew their calls last year, but, you know, they had every excuse in the book that, oh, this is the year Michigan's going to lose, and they still couldn't do it. And then their quarterback basically transfers to a second-level team just to get away from their fans. I mean, whoa, to go whoa, whoa, from Ohio whoa, State whoa, to whoa. Syracuse, come on. Syracuse has several NCAA championships in football. In 1956 not, not, with 19, Jim 50, Brown? Nah, 1959, actually. <laughs> well, I, I can't. I mean, the ACC has been dispersed so much, I still have to stand up for it. In basketball, all day long. In football, you're shaky, I think. If you didn't have Florida State and the ACC and Clemson, by the way, we're jumping all around, pardon the confusion. Is Clemson just going to take a slow tank? I mean, they're just, you don't hear about them getting any transfers. You don't hear about them getting recruits. Dabo is, I think he just needs the island to go on. I, he's going to have to change his mind about transfers. He, he has not gotten any at all. And, and the transfer portal is, is part of life. I mean, it's, there are three ways to get players these days, and legally. <laughs> and that's just part of the way. He's just going to have to do that. I mean, I mean, I think the message is getting across to him because this was a year that, and again, he's made some bad, he's recruited guys who were top five recruits at quarterback who have just not, performed we'll get back to the playoffs all right your prediction is michigan is going to win it but if it's not michigan who's your second pick washington washington has the it factor they seem to pull out games where you think they should be losing but somehow that wide receiver i can't remember his name is just so dominant and Penix just throws a wonderful ball i mean i still i still thought he should have got the heisman I know that, that it looked good for Jaden McDaniels, and but I thought Penix all year long, McDaniels kind of came on at the end, and McDaniels really didn't beat anybody. He lost to Florida State, he lost to Alabama. I mean, it's just it, a lot of talent on that team. But yeah, you know, I like I like Penix. Uh, I like what they were doing. Uh, again, I, Alabama's not that good a team i don't think so the coach for washington came from a division two team right correct 
Wow, what a jump. He was at uh, North Dakota State or something like that and gets his break to go to big time, and he takes a team all the way to the Final Four in like his third or fourth year. This was done before. Trestle came from Division Two. Sweater uh, vest lives yeah, on. Um, the LSU coach came from Division Two. Miles? Yeah. He won a couple of uh, Division Two, which is now is, is called the – College playoff. Uh, oh no, you're ta- not my not Les Miles. You're talking about Miles. Uh, Brian Kelly. He won at yeah. Grand Valley here in yeah, yeah, and that was Michigan. Division Two. There's been some very good coaches come from that level. Uh, I mean, it's a great. I watched their playoffs. Stupidly, uh, they won't play till the sixth of June. Now, sixth of January, actually. And they have all these cold weather games because the dominant conference is the Missouri Valley Conference with North Dakota State, Montana, Montana State, North Dakota, and South Dakota. And they play all these blizzards. And now they wind up playing in Dallas for the championship. But yeah, I, I watch the former Division Two, which is now the, the FBF playoffs, FBS system. I find it entertaining football. Uh, those are two great victories they had last week. But I enjoy I enjoy that. But, uh, again, college football is, is, is actually the, it's the mirror image of every other sport because every other sport, by the time you get the championship, you're, you're, you're kind of wore out. College football just wanes itself. I mean, the championship's never reach the excitement of the regular season. To me, college football is over. It really truly is. Well, there was a few games between <laughs> Alabama and Clemson that came right down toward the end. I mean, the Tua game where he came in. But it's it, the rare. I mean, we've had closer Super Bowls the last 10 years than we have college football championship games. And I think, again, it's because it's, it's three weeks from the end of the regular season to when they start the playoffs. And then it's another week. It's a month. And I think it's hard to maintain teams' momentum. Yes, and, and they asked a lot of the coaches on Selection Day, Selection Sunday, what was their plan to get ready for the game. And almost all of them said, well, our kids got to get ready for their finals, and then we'll be doing this, and we're taking a break. And for years, Michigan has always not done well with that break to come on back. That's one of the reasons I'm not too excited about it. But, you know, as we've said before, NFL is a 24-7, 12-month-a-year sport. And I think with the transfer portal, uh, the NCAA football is starting to feel that way, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can get your quarterback every year. If you're a top-20 team, I mean, you just that's it. You, you're going to see less development of young quarterbacks. I think you're going to see uh, a worser grade of quarterbacks coming into the NFL. Because of this, because guys are going to have two or three different coaches at one time before they get to the pros. So it's, it's, it's I think it's, it, you're going to see a reflection of it in the pros eventually. And it's strange how the rules, of course, with the NCAA kind of met. We had a wide receiver at Carolina called Walker, PJ Walker, who is, you know, he's going to the pros next year. But he signed up his first year at uh, a CIAA school 
and they canceled the season to COVID, went to play at Kent State one year. And when he transferred over to Carolina, they said, no, you're going to have three transfers. Well, DJ is going to have three schools after leaving Oregon State. I see guys leaving all the time. It just seems like the rules are not applied evenly. It's kind of the Wild West. And I just thought of something else. Sorry, I'm old. But it'd be nice for Washington to win the last Pac-12 game ever. <laughs> That'd be a fitting kind of uh, end of this. Why this. are you so attached to Pac-12? I mean, is it? I grew up watching the Rose Bowl. And it was Michigan or Ohio State versus USC or Stanford. And that was the big game. It was. That was the bowl game you watched on New Year's Eve. Yep. I mean, Cotton Bowl was nice. And At 4 o'clock in the afternoon. 4 o'clock, the band. The, you watch the parade in the morning. And, you know, the, the names. And I'm older than you. I remember seeing Mike Garrett and O.J. Simpson, Jim Plunkett. John Brockington, I mean, just this, the number, Archie Griffin. That was just, uh, again, the, just, the rivalries are going away. Uh, you had the, the, the coach, at, one of the coaches came out this week, and he wants one conference, all college football under one conference, which is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's, how much money can I mean there's no limit to the amount of money they want to make I mean relatively speaking there's two conferences now there's the ESPN conference formerly known as the Southeastern Conference and the uh, Fox uh, Conference which is formerly known as the Big Ten and how long are we going to go with the Big Ten name they've almost doubled 10 as a number of teams (laughs) I mean it's American math for you there you go well no wonder our kids are failing math when you have a Big Ten that has twice as many schools. Yeah, I, I don't know how long they can really keep it, but uh, it used to be it's the Pac-10, Pac- not the Pac-12, so if you want to get oh, old used, school. Excuse me, it used or Pac-8. to be the Pac-8. I remember the Pac-8, which was all the California, Oregon, and Washington schools. It sounds like a, a cheap beer promotion. Pac-8, two extra for Pac-8. free. Yeah, I mean, it's just... it's. Becoming confusing, and, and next year, I mean, that, that's just it. It's, uh, I know it's an old man ranting, but they've taken a beautiful game, and they've, I would use a phrase similar to a lady of the evening, but they've, they've kind of cheapened it. I Lipstick on a pig? No. Uh, no, I was thinking more of uh, lady of the night. Oh, okay, well, we'll keep moving on. I can edit okay, that, okay. right? All right, okay, you can edit that. No, I won't. I use the right phrase. Anyway, so college sports, we love it every year. Love the drama. There's so much good uh, games going on. But the NFL's been doing pretty well lately. I know Tom Brady didn't agree, saying, oh, no, it's mediocrity. See, this year, da da Of course, he's not there. He's, it's interesting that we're going to have the two best teams play at uh, 8 o'clock on Christmas Day. Hmm. 49ers and Ravens play on Christmas Day at 8 o'clock. And by the way, the NFL's gotten tired of the NBA dominating Christmas. They have three games on Christmas Day. They have a game on Christmas Eve night. Uh, but it has to be stream. There's two games this weekend coming in that you've got to stream. The... Um, 
Bills and Chargers game Saturday night is on Peacock only. And the Broncos-Patriots game in Denver is only on NFL Network. They can have both those games. I'm not interested in neither well, one of those. Well, you got, what else are you going to watch? It's, it's Christmas Eve night. What else are you going to watch? I think it's sometimes people life. actually go to church on Christmas Eve or yeah, hang out with family. Six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, you deal with the family after a while, but 9 o'clock, you're going to be flipping over there. It's either that or Jimmy Stewart going... Hello, hello, drugstore. Hello, or Elf. Or Elf. Yes. Can for I... a thousand times. Or the Christmas store. Christmas story for the 800th time. I tend to fall. My favorites tend to be really going off counter. We'll come back to the NFL. I like the old claymation, the stop action thing. Yeah, yeah. The Rudolph, the Year Without a Santa Claus, and the uh, uh, Santa Claus has come to town. Yeah. And and George Goble and The Night Before Christmas and uh, those, those and Jimmy Durante with Frosty the Snowman. You know, those. way way back about three years ago, we did a podcast on our Christmas favorites, and I think Christmas Vacation was right up there toward the top. For you, maybe. <laughs> My favorite all-time Christmas movie is Die Hard, followed by Gremlins. Yeah, this is this is what we learned before, and we tried yes. to forget. So that's true. That's true. Back to the NFL. Um, so the best team I, in the NFL. Who's going to go all the way? You said Chargers in the Super Bowl, my man. <laughs> I think you do. You remember that? Don't make it. Do I, do I need to throw the flag to bring yeah, up the? If the if Brandon Staley was African American, do you think he'd been given these last three years? Wow, wow. Way to throw in the race card there. In the I mean, the... truthfully, what do you think? Yes or no? I Top asked up. you about your prediction. You go I off tangent on me. Well, that's a team that's wasting away a Hall of Fame quarterback's career. Yeah, I agree. That's why. I mean, I think... Brandon Staley going forward on fourth down all the time. I mean, he blew, what was it, a 17-point lead against Jaguars in the playoffs last year, and still they brought him back? Yeah. Well, so who's I mean, the best I, coach for them? If they want to pay, not Belichick, which has been the rumor. <laughs> uh, I think Belichick's going to stay the Patriots because they're going to have a, a chance to get a top three quarterback. Right now, they got the number two pick. And I think he thinks he could bring in a Drake May or a Williams or a Penix. And, and revive the, the franchise. He wants to. He wants to. He wants to break Shula's record of all-time wins, which is the way he's going is going to be about three more seasons. And he signed a new contract for five. So, but uh, who's the best? Uh, Will they go young? Now, one big rumor is they might get Mike McDonald, who's the defensive coordinator from the Ravens. Over to because the Chargers defense is so horrible. Well, yeah, but Staley was defensive coordinator for the Rams when they won the Super Bowl. I think they'll go offense. Mm. How can you have a bad defense when you got Sosa and you have Mac and you got Jammer back there, defensive back? I mean, the talent's there, it's, it's obviously the coaching. 
I think they'll go offense. Maybe Lincoln Riley wants to. Well, see if Detroit he Lions offense coordinator is, was basically offered a job down your way in the yeah. neck of the woods, and he turned it down. I don't know if he'll leave. And by the way, uh, they've got the formula to go pretty far, the way they can run the ball. You're talking about Lions? Yeah. yeah, you know, The way they can pound it in that respect and then play action off of it, because we saw last night, Buffalo found out the key to beating Dallas is get a lead and run it down their throats because they're so small at defense. Yeah. Well, so the 49ers the, what you saw are, with the Lions is they got all their starters back from the offensive line. <laughs> and I don't know how many games that's going to continue. They're all pretty beat up. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, the, the Ravens, supposedly the second-best team, they lost their scat back from ECU last night, torn knee. And they have a great defense. But, but how many times can Jackson pull these miracle plays? I mean, he had one last night where he spun out and just threw it as high as he could. Luckily, uh, likely his tight end caught the ball. I, I, I just—he's only won one playoff game, so I don't know the Ravens. So, who, the who's going to come out of the NFC for the Super Bowl? Ah, uh, Forty ers I think so. Above too. and beyond. And you I think just, it's Ravens for the AFC? Boy, you know, I hate to count Kansas City out. Buffalo's getting hot at the right time. Cincinnati's pulling it with mirrors and smoke. But I swear they look good. Uh, Browning, a former University of Washington quarterback. I think he likes the shotgun um, setup. But I'm bum bum. Sorry, it's too easy. You just, I know, I know. But uh, you know, Miami just has that same problem Dallas has. They haven't beat a good team yet. It's going to be interesting. Christmas Eve, they play Dallas at home. And then they turn around and play the Ravens. I mean, there's some great games coming up. Uh, the Lions, like I said, got to get that first week of playoffs, but I like they're a solid playoff team. Uh, I think Philadelphia's coming out of the East. I don't think Philadelphia will lose another game. And I kind of think Dallas will lose to Miami. But Hertz is not going to play, I guess, tonight. Yeah, it's against Seattle. <laughs> they got an easy schedule. I think they got the Giants twice or something like that. They have a really easy schedule, the Eagles. There was do. a rumor that the Giants coach might go to San Diego. Why? Because supposedly they liked him. No, why would before? San Diego want him? Well, yeah, before. Now we've seen him as a head coach. <laughs> No, 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 I mean, no, no, no. Uh, there's enough young talent in there. I mean, Lincoln Riley going to San Diego. Well, you know, Matt Campbell is like Kurt uh, over at Iowa. Every year they rumor about him going to the pros. Um, there's some pretty good defensive coordinators who get a chance. Uh, I just think they're going to go offense. That's that's the mess they've had. The Chargers go offense. Uh, Panthers are going to go offense. They want someone to put together a scheme that meets the talent. Who else is going to be looking for a coach? Uh, Chicago will make a big rush for Harbaugh. Bring him home. Mm, who else? Don't count out Atlanta needing another coach. 
Mm. Arthur Smith has really rubbed a lot of people raw down there in Atlanta. That mustache is just not a good look on him. Well, you know, he's you know he's a Nepo baby. You understand what that means? I once knew, now I don't. What? Okay, his father is Fred uh, uh, Smith, the owner of FedEx. So he's already a millionaire. Oh. He doesn't have to work. So he to does speak. not have to work. He just chooses <coughs> to work. Sorry. Cole keeps going back. Yeah. Uh, who else can be looking for a coach? Well, I think the NFL, we've hit it. Well, let's keep moving yeah, on. Yeah. NBA, I think we should hang the banner high for the L.A. Lakers that they won the first in Season not, tournament, right? No, not with the championship. Find somewhere else to hang it. Hang it in the bathroom. I'm still hanging next to the championship ones. <laughs> that's that's cheap. <coughs> Sorry, coffee. Oh, it I choked you up, coffee. didn't it? Yeah. Yes, I know. I did watch um, a large percentage of the tournament, and it was enjoyable. Uh, I liked watching Halliburton. I, I think Indiana now is a team that's going to. Uh, be a real power in that respect. Um, I don't know about Philadelphia. Boston seems like they're not quite as good as they were last year. The Bucks certainly look good. Denver's Denver. Uh, I'm surprised that that Wimbayama has not made the Spurs a better team. Yeah, we know about losing up here in Detroit. We bring in a big shot coach and. Well, you, you've got 45 centers. I mean, you, it's, it's like they're losing on purpose. Hmm, has this been done before? Hmm, Philadelphia 76ers, come on down. Yeah, but, I mean, who are you losing for? Who's, who's the right <laughs> candidate? I mean, <laughs> who are we losing for? I mean, uh, the, the kid at Purdue, he's not going to be no, a No, no, we don't need another for, center. Yeah, you got 45 as it is. And good ones, too. Wiseman, the number two pick. Uh, you got the kid from Memphis, and you got Stewart. I mean, that's it. You got all these centers. You got to trade and make some talent somewhere. It's I am the surprised. coach. It's the coach. Just like um, they used to say, it's the shoe. It's the shoe. I just think this coach is so stubborn that he's going to say, this is the way we're going to play. And whether you like it or not, until we start winning this way, that's the way we're going to do it. I'm thinking, I, surely they could win a game. Would just run and gun it with one of these teams if they played a little defense, but no. So Pistons I, are down in the bottom scrap pile around here. And so are the Spurs. I am shocked at both those teams. Uh, the Suns aren't as good as I thought, but then again, Beal may not play all year long. So all the big fuss about that trade. The Hornets need a new coach. We need to let Steve Clifford go. I mean, we had a team that was in the play-in game for two weeks in a row. James Barroyo was the coach. They fired him, and we've been progressively worse the last two years. What essentially the same talent. So we need to fire our coach. We'll Did trade Michael Jordan officially sell his stake in it? He sold his majority stake. He still owns a percentage. Okay. So small part. He is not the managing partner. So is that just the small part? They can use his name and image? Is that the deal? Yeah, yeah that's it. And so we haven't even talked about Draymond Green, the NBA bad boy, 
who's going to counseling supposedly right now. Is this just a case of an older guy getting frustrated because he can't play as good as he used to? I think he's getting frustrated because his team is not as good, and that means he can't get away with what he was doing. But we've seen this. I mean, remember what Einstein said? Relativity? No, 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 no. (laughs) The definition of insanity is doing doing the same thing over and over and over again. That's right. And that's Draymond. He's and done this. Did Einstein career. say nature abhors a vacuum, or is that you? That's me. Okay. I sell T-shirts with that on that. Yeah. That's my one thing. I think your other T-shirt is Vacuum Boy, right? Uh, Five-second rule <laughs> and um, a few others that can't be repeated <laughs> over the air. But, yeah, I got a few others. You got a few others, right? And, and one I stole from Father uh, McCulley. McCulley. What is your most... Tr- uh, treasured or prized t-shirt at your house that you own oh wow because you own a lot i mean oh yeah you would be able to wear i think one per day and not do wash for like six months not too loud my wife will hear that (laughs) i got one okay i got uh one it's from uh uh schwarzenegger movie i'll be back no says i like you i'll kill you last I have one that says the man, the myth, the legend. I have a Simpsons that is done like the Sopranos. Nice. Uh, the picture in that respect. I have a lot of South Park t-shirts. Um, favorite one, my favorite t-shirt is probably my Brooks Robinson. Nice. And my Hank Aaron, my Hank Aaron one too. Yeah. Plus I have a lot of defunct teams like the Hartford Whalers and the Detroit Wheels mm-hmm. and the Hawaiians and, like I said, a lot of defunct teams. I like to wear those. That's kind of my trademark in that respect. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite T-shirt. This is Brooks Roberts. All right. Well, let's. we're getting this podcast is blowing by. One of the things we've done in previous years is we've bought Christmas gifts, uh, hypothetically, for people in sports. So I'm going to name a, a person in sports and tell me what you would buy them for Christmas. All righty. You ready for this? Yes, yes. R- Roger oh, oh, oh. Goodell, NFL commissioner. Uh, uh, some some modesty. <laughs> <laughs> modesty. You mean it takes too long to count his money? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I think he thinks he is the game. And he doesn't realize he's never been on the field. So some modesty and uh, maybe a job title, a pen. This is owner's boy. Ooh, ooh, ouch. Okay, next name. All righty. Dak Prescott. Uh, I'd like to see Dak get the credit he does and not Jerry Jones take it away. Uh, I like Dak. Uh, I'd like to see Dak win at least one playoff game. Okay, very good. All right. Uh, <coughs> see, not all my gifts are bad. Bronny James. Uh, some more modesty. Uh, I think he'd do better with a name change. Not to saying he has to join the uh, the Muslim church or anything, but I think if his name wasn't Bronny James, uh, he would be valued and treated a little bit better. I watched the preview to the Auburn game. I was waiting for the NFL to kick off, and it was Bronny, 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 and like he didn't even start. I think there's too much pressure because who his father is. 
Michael Jordan's kids played at Central Florida, and they were decent college players. But but we don't see that replication like the Mannings that much. So I I I would I would give him a name change. Okay. Change his last name. All right, uh, John Rom, for the guy who has all, every money he could count for years to come. What would you give him? He hasn't joined Live yet, has he? About everybody else has. No, he has. He just joined three hundred million. And I suppose they were by Christmas time. The merger is supposed to go through, right? There's a deadline for the PGA to accept the Live offer, but PGA has been playing um, like behind the back, cheating on the Live. To are trying to get somebody else to come up with billions instead of go with the Saudis. And the Saudis were so ticked off about it. They said, okay, if you're going to play that game, we're going to get John Rahm, and then we'll see what you're going to do. So, uh, I would want for John Rahm to be forgotten. That would be it. Go, go play over there and just be forgotten. You know, golf has a way of just totally destroying people, and they just sort of... Uh, Peter Duvall, I mean, not Peter, what's Adam Duvall? Was that the guy's name? Oh, no, uh, Adam Duvall played for the Braves. Oh. But Duvall is the right name. You got Duvall, yeah. Chambo. I mean, there's a list of guys who just. They have just their moment in glory for a year or two and then they just disappear. Yeah. yeah. I think money, I mean, after a period of time, the incentive after you get all that sponsor's money and all that and play fewer and fewer. I mean, you can't get better playing fewer and fewer events each week, every, every year. There's no way playing the limited live tour that they're going to be better, especially playing three three days a week. I mean, it's... it's And you're, you're going overseas away from a lot of major sponsors. So I hope it gets forgotten. Hmm. Hmm. Now, I keep on naming people with tons of money, and I'm thinking, what... A uh, professional athlete you think is woefully underpaid and we should all give him a gift or her a gift? Underpaid player. Uh, everybody in the NBA is overpaid, so we can't go there. <laughs> football has the most brutal, so we'd have to play football. And I would think a position worth typically underpaid, which is running back. Mm. So let's just say Derrick Henry. What would you give Derrick Henry for Christmas? A couple more years because he is going downhill. For all he does for the 49ers, McCaffrey is underpaid. Mm. Um, that's, that's my underpaid situation. Yeah. Well, Derrick Henry, you always say when somebody hits 30 as running back, oh, yeah. it just limited returns after that. I mean, just diminishing returns. How about the NBA commissioner? What do you want to give him for Christmas? Um, about 10 more pounds evenly distributed. Uh, I would give him a franchise in Vegas owned by uh, LeBron. Ooh, that's interesting. And a, and a franchise in Seattle. Poor people in the Northwest have suffered. You can give me a Chick-fil-A franchise for Christmas if you want to, Ernest. Oh, okay. Well, I just, you know, fair gifts. How about baseball? How about the baseball commissioner? What are we going to give him for Christmas? Wow. Manfred is not my man. Um, talk about an owner's whooping boy. Um, I would give him uh, uh, 
a sun lamp so he could look, even though he spends all his days looking through lawyer books all the time, give him a sun lamp so he looks like he has a life. I would give his home phone number and his cell phone to all the uh, inhabitants of Oakland, California. Ooh, oh, ouch. Nice. I mean, this is just all going to prove the man who gets booed every time he comes up the ice. Gary Bettman is the most effective commissioner in major sports. It's an endearing boo when hockey players. Oh, he enjoys it. He plays up to it. Kind of like David Stern used to, which, you know, was his mentor. But uh, hockey's doing okay. I mean, they found their niche. And I think Bettman, he's got that problem in Phoenix, but that may be solved. They're playing a little 5,000-seat arena, uh, the Arizona State Ice Rink. But they're like they're going to be building one on a Native American reservation pretty soon, so they'll be getting a a new place. All right, Ernest, I'm losing some of my steam, so let's get to the okay. segment that <laughs> we're known for, and that's your few good minutes. And I know the person you're going to honor today, and I think he deserves a little honor. Oh yes, um, and I've actually crossed paths with them with my work with the Lyman Group, which is the Cancer Institute at University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And that's Eric Montross. And, and a lot of people remember the 1993 championship that, that Carolina won over, who was it? Who'd they beat? Us. Time out, time out, time out. He was a solid player. He you know, had a nine-year career in the pros, but he was a much better college player. I remember going to his games and the crowd would, Chant feed the monster because he was a post player, very similar to Hutchison with Kansas, and he dominated Dickinson. the inside. Dickinson, Dickinson, sorry, uh, he dominated the inside. Everyone will say that he was ten times the, the individual. Uh, he was uh, up to this year. He was a color commentator at Carolina basketball. He was very institu- very, very involved in in securing scholarships. For the students, not the athletes, at UNC Chapel Hill, and he was a modest person. And, and again, uh, other than the fact that he was seven feet tall, you, you never would have known he was an athlete. And uh, it's kind of put a pall over the program so far. Um, and again, we've had a, a year that's gotten a little bit better than last year, but but again, this is uh, kind of hurts in many respects. And my media review. Oh, yes. Uh, what movies uh, yes. have you seen? Uh, I've seen The Creator, uh, which is very well done. Uh, this is Creator was done by Trevor Lawrence. It's the same guy who did uh, Rogue. The quarterback for the for the No, 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 no. no. Director, director, director. Oh, oh okay. Trevor. Uh, he does a lot with special effects. The Creator is a story of AI taking over, a man fighting AI. It, the visuals are just stunning. I am watching three uh, streaming programs right now. They all come to a conclusion this week. One is on Hulu. It's Murders at the End of the World, which is kind of takeoff on Ten Little Indians by Agatha Christie. People isolated and everybody dying one by one. Um, also watching uh, Slow Horses on Amazon. Is it season two now? Season three. Season three. Oh, have you watched it? I watched season one, which was really good. I haven't oh, seen season two or three. Two and three are oh, excellent. It's just fantastic. 
and they kill off major stars during the show. Uh, the final comes on this week. I've also been watching Monarch, which is a continuation of the Godzilla King Kong movies, in which uh, Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell, which is his son, play the same part, years apart. And they sound alike, and they look alike, and it's just, wow. But it's just, a, it's just you know, it's the lesser of the three. They're pretty much continuing to go with the next King Kong movie, which is coming out. But, and all the Christmas specials that we talked about, I'm watching those. The King family's Christmas with uh, uh, the old fight guy. <laughs> they used to have the, Saturday Night Live used to have the King family Christmas. They have like <laughs> and they all Don wore wigs King. like Don King. Don King, King yeah. Sorry, yes, which I still find, find funny to this day. But, uh, uh, and I guess this is the time that I wish everybody, uh, Hanukkah is just finished. But hopefully you had a nice Hanukkah season. Uh, Festivus, Kwanzaa, for those Druid friends, uh, we also wish uh, happy winter solstice as you sacrifice your pagan gods. And Merry Christmas to everybody. <laughs> Try to get everybody. I believe in include. I guess you do. Wow. Diversity is the key to society. <laughs> it means I'll never be elected, but I do believe in diversity. Yes, yes. In your menu and in your podcast. Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. I admire that about you. Yeah, um, yeah, I wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We probably will do another one close to another podcast around New Year's. Um, but we're blessed beyond measure. And if you like this podcast, you can email me at GoBlueArnold. Yes, I really do have that email. GoBlueArnold at gmail.com. And we'll be interested in what you have to say, comments, questions, concerns, and uh, no bribery, please. So, for Ernest Watts, this is Paul Arnold. Have a good night. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! <laughs>